Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel, in stock now. Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Right down the east coast of Australia and across the SEN network. Welcome to the summer run home on SEN. Uh, welcome to the final hour of the summer run home with thanks to Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel, in stock now. And... Blunston Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Uh, it's now time to welcome our listeners on SEN track stations. Queensland, Atherton, Darling Downs, Ingham, Kingaroy, Nanango, New South Wales, Griffith, Central Coast and the Illawarra. And in the nation's capital, 1323 AM Canberra. Speaking of the nation's capital, uh, our Hyundai dealer of the week, Philpy, this yeah. is exciting. Oh, we get to announce one of these. This is what I've been waiting for the whole week. Yes, this- well, mate, drum roll, please. Oh, yeah. Our Hyundai Deal of the Week, Christopher Camisso and his team at Atlantic Hyundai. Tomorrow's car's in stock today. Now, Christopher Camisso, you were down uh, at Atlantic Hyundai recently and you had some interesting you, – well, you said they they do something a bit different down there? Yeah, they give away free bottles of water. So, really? Yeah, you don't even need to be in the dealership at all for any particular reason. Just stop in and get, grab a bottle of water there, Matt. <laughs> they'll give you free really? water. Mate, they'll do anything – back rubs. Um, yeah, they'll pump up your tyres, even if you don't have a particular car that they sell. Uh, they'll do anything for you, mate. They're incredible. And for February, I believe that Christopher is cooking a cake for every car purchased. Is He's he? Gonna, you get your car – you get tomorrow's car today, oh. and you get today's cake as well. You get to have your cake and car as well. Cake and oh yeah, and also Gibbo's <laughs> going to be heading down there and doing some kind of spit roast in the car park. So like he's going to get the meat going that he spoke yeah. about at the start of the show. He's going to be he's going to be at the car park. It may it, the meat may not be edible. That's all I'm yeah. saying because uh, yeah. it may be a couple of weeks old. <laughs> well, eat, eat from the meat that he's eaten from. That's what I'll suggest. Um, but a big congratulations to Christopher Camisso and his team at Lennox Hyundai. Uh, tomorrow's car in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel all-wheel drive. Contact Christopher and his team to tech drive one. See why tomorrow wants its car back. Mate, Barney, this uh, next part of the show is very exciting. So we've already had a guest on, but I've been trying to any way I can get anyone from Newcastle into this show, as mm. you've probably noticed. Um, and this is very exciting because, you know, today, today, so one month exactly to the All-Stars game. Yeah, this is probably your second favourite game of the year, would you say? Well, what's my first? The grand final day. Oh, when Newcastle, when Newcastle win. Grand final. Well, last year it was the NRLW Mate, grand correct. final. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've got, uh, well, he was the inaugural NRLW champion uh, coach for the Newcastle Knights, and he is the uh, head coach of the Indigenous All-Stars, Ronald Griffiths. Welcome to the Summer Run Home. Yeah, thanks, gents. Thanks for having me along. There's, there's lots of lead-ins there. Was that fake drum roll or, or, or the cake, mate? It was unreal. Uh, Ron, I'm a proud uh, Camilleroy man, so yama to you, brother. And, mate, congratulations on the appointment uh, of the Indigenous All-Stars coach. When I heard that, I was absolutely stoked. No better person for the job, mate. How was it when you found out? Uh, yeah, yeah, my brother. Yeah, Leslie, Leslie Smith said to me, mate, just don't give Philby too much information. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the legend. Yes. Yeah, no, very surreal moment. Like it's something that, you know, since I started coaching the inception of the game, it's something that I've always wanted to do. And uh, there's no greater achievement for a, you know, for an Aboriginal coach, Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander coach to, to, to represent our, our people over there. It's going to be fantastic. When did you find out? Who was it that gave you a call? Uh, Tamana Tahu. So I spoke with T and I'd sort of worked our way through the process and 
I'd been with Laurie for the last two years and as, as an assistant, and Laurie actually, uh, you know, said to me the end after last year's game, you know, he said, I'm going to stand aside, and he endorsed me to take the job over. But the, uh, the NRL went through a process, an interview process, and, uh, yeah, I come out the other side as the, the top candidate. You know, that's what a couple of uh, couple hundred bucks will do for you. No, just joking. <laughs> I came out the other side as the top candidate. Um, yeah, got the job. So, yeah, really proud moment. Mate, just we were just chatting in the in the studio beforehand. We just got a question around how is the because the All Star Game used to be picked through the fans. Is that still the case, or do you get to pick the squad yourself? Yeah, no, pick the squad ourselves. Yeah, it was initially picked through the fans, and that was you know that was their way of, of having them buy in. Um, but you know the game's so big now; it's just it's viewed as a representative game. So yeah, the the staff actually, or the, the co- coach and the assistant coach, pick the the side now, which we've been sort of feverishly working away, working with the clubs and different players to see you know checking their availability and and working on a squad. Mate, now I'm assuming on the rundown uh, for coaching at the very top, you're going to have the, the first thing you say to the players is, "Fellas, please don't hurt Kalen Ponga." Uh, obviously being a Newcastle Knights coach in and around. I know you're the, the women's uh, coach, but you wouldn't want Kalen Hurd either, right? Let's, let's hopefully he comes out of this game unscathed. Yeah, definitely, mate. I think that's, you know, it doesn't matter who you're playing against. You know, you don't want to see players get hurt. Um, yeah, so I'm sure KP will be in their side. But if Adam's not listening, boys, take him out. <laughs> right, this year, uh, for the first time, the game's going to be played in Rotorua over, uh, well, uh, over on their home turf. Uh, how do you think that's going to impact your preparations, mate? I don't think it'll impact them at all. I think what it does is just challenges us to make sure we're extremely well prepared. We get a couple of days in Sydney prior to that. We're going to do some some cultural stuff and different things out in community so that you know we feel like we've ticked off what's required and we go over culturally strong. I think I think it'll actually galvanise us a little bit. Um, I think it'll be great for us to to understand that we're going over there into a foreign country and. Um, knowing that they're going to be for the, there for the first time playing, representing their people, they're going to be extremely strong. It's going to be a fearsome contest. So I think from that perspective, it'll actually galvanise our players a little bit. Mate, now that you mentioned that you do pick the squad, are there any young fellas that we might not know from first grade? I, I remember from All-Star Games previously, there'd always be one or two kids in and around, you know, from Corey Knockouts or whatnot. Is there anyone that you've got on the radar to maybe give you know, get in and around the camp? Oh, there, there is. There's definite. Like last year, we picked uh, Shaq Mitchell, who only had a trained trial with the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Now he's gone on and he's got a top 30 spot. So there are some young guys. You know, I spoke with one of the, the senior players this afternoon, Cody Walker, and he tossed up uh, Tyson Hodge, who's playing reserve grade at South Sydney. So those are the sort of players that, you know, um, with this sort of game, you know, you can you can look at and consider them for, for selection, you know. Um, so, yeah, there definitely is some players that we're, that we're looking at and might be a little bit left field that, that people may not consider. Mate, you've got Cody Walker you mentioned there. He's uh, apparently he's part of your coaching setup this year as well as playing. Yeah, he is. So if we look at the game at, you know, at the moment, um, you know, the NRL men's, there's no uh, Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander assistant coaches. I was the last one at the West Tigers. Um, you know, Cody has aspirations moving forward of coaching, and I think a lot of other Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander players do, so we can use this game as a bit of a conduit or a vehicle to help them, you know, gain some skills and understand what it takes to coach at that level, the the innate planning and, um, you know, putting everything together for, for a week-long tour. So it'll give him some really good skills to, to go away with. And not only that, he's current in the game. He's, you know, he's one of the best attackers running around. So we'd be silly not to utilise him in that, that way anyway.
Mate, let's move to the women's NRL grand final. Do yeah. you, how often do you watch it? Because I'm, I'm, I've cut back to maybe two, three a week. Um, um, <laughs> what about yourself? When's the last time you watch it? Let's be honest. Come on. Oh, <laughs> no, no, mate. I, I haven't watched it for a while. I will say that. I do see the highlights now and again. And I'll flick on them and have a look. But I, for me, it's so vivid still, the memory of it. So, you know, that's uh, always in my thought pattern and, um, you know, in, in all honesty, moving forward to, to next year, been thinking about that and planning and different things. But, yeah, if I, if I see it on, I'll certainly watch it. It's uh, first of its kind ever. It'll never be repeated in Newcastle. Mate, I love the little doco the Knights put together, which is a two-part series of like you and Berkey up in the up in the coaches' box, and just the way the team came together. I love the way that it, you know, uh, you spoke about this, and you spoke so well about the community in Newcastle itself and what it means to be a Newcastle player, regardless of your gender. Um, I love the way that you brought all the Indigenous uh, issues through and there was a lot of yeah. Um, yeah, and team building stuff and just, mate, yeah, I, 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 I reckon I cried. I definitely cried. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's good, mate. You're not the only one. Yeah. Berkey messages me all the time. He goes, mate, I just watched that game again. I, I can't stop crying. <laughs> ah, how are the preparations going for um, this season coming? Yeah, just I'll digress a little bit and go yep. back to what you said, particularly around what it takes to be a Newcastle Knight. I think, you know, you'll know yourself, Phil. At the end of the day, if you're a Novacastrian supporter and all, all you want to see is your team put out a performance on the field that everyone can be proud of, non-stop effort, and I think you're, you're winning. And that's all we set out to do last year, and we achieved that. But um, and, I, and I hope that came through in, you know, all of our games, which I'm pretty sure it did and in the documentary. But when you're talking about next year's preparation, it's been hampered a little bit by there's no CBA in place yet. So, yeah. Um, unfortunately, we can't sign any players. And it's okay for me. I'm a full-time staff member of the Newcastle Knights, but I've no doubt it's very, very frustrating for our players as it is us. Yeah, 100%. There'd be, um, you know, there'd be a lot of the players right now just going, okay, so where am I going? There's new clubs that have been formed. And at this point, yeah. they don't know if they've, they're going to be still living in Newcastle or they're going to be moving elsewhere. Um, bit of cra- yeah, crazy. Definitely. Yeah. And the other thing is too, that the new clubs, you know, they, they need time to prepare. I mean, I, I was there for for one season only at Newcastle, the back end, but all the legwork had been done the season before. So I was fortunate, but these new clubs have got to hit the ground running. So, um, you know, it's, it, it makes their job, you know, extremely hard. Mate, what about, um, and Leslie Smith has been the great the great Newcastle centre, um, <laughs> involved in a bit of pathways action around the Newcastle Knights in general. What um, It's been a little while since we've seen, you know, a, a big group of Indigenous players come through. Um, from the Newcastle Knights. Like back in the day, we were very, you know, there was your Brett Grogan's and it was loads of them um, floating around and yeah. Milton Tides and these kind of fellas that were, I loved watching them play. How's it looking in town? Yeah, good. No, it's really good. I mean, at the moment, I think there's, we had in consideration for our All-Stars, you know, there's probably seven, seven players that we could have selected. And if I look through the pathways, there's a fair few there too. But I just think that um, we've also provided some opportunities for young blokes for training trials at the Knights. Um, and then if we look at our NRLW squad, there's probably eight eight Indigenous players in that. So yep. it's certainly strong. I mean, I mean, the big thing that our recruitment team and our club have done at the moment is just, just try to make sure that they've got back into the community and make sure that we grow it from within Newcastle. Having Peter Parr return to the club, he's been really, really, really a strong advocate for the local people to be able to develop them first and foremost and then fill in the gaps around it. So, um, and we've had always had a strong history of Aboriginal players at the club and it's something that we're proud of and something that will keep um, no doubt growing. Mate, I love it. I really appreciate the fact that you've been on. Um, when do you get the boys together now? We'll have, we're a month out from the All-Stars game. When's the, what's the next point of call here? 
Yeah, we're, we're, so we've come up with a, a rough squad of 30 and we'll just start, that'll get narrowed down a little bit as we go because players are still, some of them are still in rehab groups. Some of them, um, you know, have been at the World Cup. So we've got to make sure they get the right sort of training under the belt before they go. And then um, Saturday, the 4th of, of February is when we actually get together. Uh, we'll do a lot of planning between now and then, but the 4th of February is when we'll go into community. Um, on the Sunday, we'll do, go and do some cultural stuff on country, then fly out to New Zealand to Auckland on the Monday, then drive down to Rotorua from there. Mate, thanks so much for chatting with us. It's been unreal. I always love having a chat with you. Um, Yalu, thanks for having a chat with us, brother. All good, all good, lads. They told me that you blokes were the funny blokes. I waited for something. There was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> See you later. See you Ronald. <laughs> Ronald Griffiths there, uh, the uh, coach of the Indigenous All-Stars and also a uh, very proud NRLW uh, Premiership coach uh, with the Newcastle Knights. And uh, I don't think I've – I've probably known you 10 years now, Philpy. <laughs> I have never seen you look this happy. I was like a Cheshire cat there, wasn't I? I just – I got up. I started uh, shadow boxing when Ron started talking about what it takes to be a knight. Like, I, yeah. I really hope that Ron – like, if you guys haven't seen the doco, it's only a little two-part series. It's really good. It's just the way that the, the Knights um, – the first season in the uh, women's rugby league had a, a bunch of players in, but they they were competitive, but they didn't really, you know, they, I don't think they won a game. And then all of a sudden, that yeah, a couple of high profile recruits, but he really brought them together. He brought community together, and a, a bunch of people, girls coming in from other places to a town, and they all bought in. And I'd love to see him involved in the men's team as well. I, I think. Um, yeah, the men's team could do with a little bit of what that women's team had. Yeah, uh, as it, as I mean, we're getting very night centric here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the text lines will be lighting up very soon, telling us to calm down. But one other thing um, he was talking about: how good is it to see Cody Walker yes. in the coaching staff? This is what I because I I I like that old school like captain coach sort of a yeah. you know that's very old school good throwback. But also it's good to see once again we. Were talking about earlier young leaders Cody Walker a good young leader uh in the in the indigenous team and probably well a good young leader at the uh well it's probably by squad standards probably not as young uh a leader <laughs> at, at Souths but you started uh, off praising him now yeah, a young now, leader in the coaching uh realm rather than in the, the playing realm um how happy are you to see that, mate? Mate, I, I'm unreal, yeah. Is it going to be interesting to see what kind of influence he does? I mean, he already does. He's, he has a leader's presence on the field for the Rabbitohs, but you, it'll be interesting to see if he calls the play and someone's like, nah, let's not do that. And he's like, mate, I'm assistant coach. Shut up. Yeah. Like, Bench him. <laughs> yeah, do you think you're he, off. Yeah. He'll have the little walkie-talkie on the field as well, you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> the walkie-talker. Yeah. Mate, he's not listening to me. Get him off. Get, Get him off, off, mate. Get him off. How good would that be? Yeah, he's got it. just pops it in his pocket the yeah. whole time. But, but that's a great thing about having the All-Stars and the NRL. W now there's going to be more expansion in that more opportunities for roles within the NRL globe you know like that's what I think is a great thing about these games like you get more interest you, they're representing different parts of the league which is great and more people can get involved it's great being able to take a game to Rotorua they took away the Auckland Nines yeah now yeah. this is an opportunity to to give back to New Zealand as well and I think it's great and we Hopefully the NRLW gets to the stage where it will definitely in our lifetime get to however 17 teams, let's yeah, say, maybe uh, hopefully 18, maybe 20, you know, both in NRL and NRLW and there's ex players getting involved. You see it all over the globe. We're yeah. seeing a bit mm. more, you know, you love the NBA as well. There's female coaches getting involved yeah. in the NBA now 
through their decades of experience in the WNBA. Yeah. Hopefully it goes the other way too. Millie Boyle might be part of the, oh, you know, the, yeah. the now you're speaking our language staff, <laughs> you know, in the men. So let's, let's hope that we can see that in five, 10 years time. You know what, um, too, it was interesting to hear him say that the, the fact that they're playing in Rotorua is not going to change their preparation, not really going to impact their preparation. I kind of, I hope they're not underestimating the impact of a Maori All-Stars team playing at home. Oh, like, yeah. Like, because you talk to ex-players about playing, even just when you went, they, they go and play against the Warriors, how at home, how hard they, even if they weren't a great side, like Hondi will tell you, he used to hate going over there even if they weren't a great side because they'd beat you up. They were always so physical. They, were, they played so hard. Yep, What's probably important about that as well, being in New Zealand, players are probably less likely to pull out of the match because they'll yeah. know how important it is to go back to New Zealand where a lot of their family members and a lot of their cultural ties will still be there. Uh, I know Rotorua is, is close to like where the Māori King Queen are. It, it'll be a huge occasion over there. And, you know, it's always a great game and it's good that there is a bit of importance on this because it's so important for both cultures to have this as an important game. And, and hopefully we do get the occasion where your Pongers Look, it hopefully goes hard for the Maldi team and, and we get all those players over there playing because it's a cracking content. We don't yeah. need Ponga going too hard, do we? <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. like 20 minutes. Latrell yeah. can yeah. go as hard as he wants, but yeah. <laughs> Ponga, no. Yeah. Um, Just wrap that headgear in cotton wool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I picture the at the start of the match that'll I, the atmosphere, I, I let's hope it's going to be a big crowd. Oh, yeah. It'll be and, sellout. It, Hopefully, I shouldn't say that, but mm. sure everything it's about it's great, isn't it? The lead up to it, um, you, you see them in the community. They always follow them around, and you see it on all the news cycles throughout the week. They're out there getting into community, um, and usually, yeah, it's in Australia, so you usually see them getting out to uh, Aboriginal communities and whatnot. So it's going to be great for it to see go the other way. Well, the other thing I love about it is, so you know, the NRL season, like the preseason starts, and you see a bit of the the preseason games, but often you're not always seeing the biggest names in those games. It's like, oh, there's a bit of a test, you know, that no one wants to waste their their firepower on those preseason games because preseason form isn't true form. But with the, this is a rep game. Yeah. These guys are, one, the big names want to play. Yeah. And two, they want to do well for for to represent their culture. Mate, picture this when um, at the start of the game when they're all doing their their, their dances um, and the you know indigenous team drop and Latrell comes up. You know, oh, that, wasn't that the best bit of footage? It's a great footage. It, it'll still run, it runs. I think they've done it twice now. He just pops up and he's got the chest out and my, I'm up in the lounge room and I'm oh, I'm ready. I, I'm I'm doing <laughs> yeah. shake a leg. I'm like here we go. And you know the big thing as well would be. Not only the multi team being over in New Zealand, like the Indigenous boys as well. Like these are like Latrell Mitchell, one of the biggest stars of the game. To get those out into a community over in New Zealand who hasn't had much rugby league over the last few years, I don't think we should underestimate that either. So no. it's going to be yeah. that week lead yeah. up is going to be huge, and it's such a great occasion for the NRL and football as a whole. Yeah, good way to kick the season off. Hey, that'll it'll, it'll yeah. be a real like just a real shove in the right direction. Here we go. As long as Kalen's safe. As, <laughs> yeah. But that's, and this game too, like, even if a few stars pull out, you've, whoever wears those jerseys is going to give it. There was three Simbins mm. last year. Oh, yeah. It was an yeah. epic game. Yes. And that's what, that's how you want to start the season. And it was that yeah, punch up, wasn't there, with uh, Feeder and, and um, Ado, the Fox ran and jumped over the yeah, back. Yeah. Remember, he came flying in from the back. <laughs> Uh, it's it like, yeah, you got the 16 teams going, oh, hold on, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now there's an end there. Wayne Bennett's going, hold on. Now. Like, there's 17 of them. Didn't they kind of, 
like go over to the fence. It went right over to where the fans were, yeah. and then everyone in the front row was like, "Whoa, yeah. what's going yeah. on here? Like, money's worth yeah, this, this is a game." Yeah. But yeah, it could go. It could go anywhere. This game. There's been talk of playing NRL games in the states. Like this is a tool that can be used around the Pacific and Australia yeah. and maybe the US, Hawaii, you know, big Polynesian yeah. um, population there. I, I think it's a great asset and it, hopefully it grows. Is this something we should see in other sports? Like it, it, this sort of initiative where you're getting buy-ins from, um, you know, communities mm. that, are, that are big in the sport anyway. Would you like to see something similar with in the cricket or in, in well, I mean, the union or what, what are there other? Yeah. I, I, mate, in any sport, I love culture is an amazing thing. And, and to bring it into sport is, you know, it's something that's been there all the time, but then to, to put these events on and highlight it in such a significant way mm. and giving all of those cultures who are usually minorities around the place in different segments, a, a chance to stand up and go and be super proud of who you are and where you've come from and all that sort of stuff is great. So I'd like to see it in all sports. Darts would be good. Get oh, it, how good would that be? <laughs> <laughs> the crowd would be fired up with that. <laughs> I, I do, I do love the uh, yeah the Australian Indigenous All Stars, the Maori All Stars. It's going to be an absolute cracker. You're on the summer run home. You're with Philpy and Barney. Don't go anywhere because uh, we've got plenty more coming up in the show. But right now, we're going to head to a break. We're back soon. Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel, in stock now. Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Welcome back to the Summer Run Home on SEN. Yeah, welcome back to the Summer Run Home. You're with Barney and Philpy all this week. What a Wednesday it's been. Uh, the show today, thanks to Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel, in stock now. And Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Uh, it has been quite a Wednesday where you had a chat to Nathan Chapman from Pro Kick, uh, talking about how uh, Aussie punters can make their way into uh, American college football and indeed the NFL. Uh, we had a great chat with Ronald Griffiths, the Indigenous All Stars coach and head coach of the Newcastle Knights NRLW Premiership winning side. Uh, we talked about the Test Squad announcement for the upcoming tour of India. And we, uh, well, today in this uh, in this studio, it's Muhammad Hanif, uh, Hanif Muhammad Day, uh, who on this day in 1959 scored 499 for Karachi. Uh, got run out going for his 500th. Um, if you missed any of the show, though, you can download the Run Home podcast uh, at Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Now, we've got some text coming in because uh, a little bit before the break, we we played a little prank uh, on uh, <laughs> on James and Magnus uh, – James the Missile Magnuson. Sorry, I'm uh, – it's – Getting late in the show. Um, a couple of coming in. Uh, Swivel says, Filpy too good. Missile will be hoping to garner support <laughs> to prank you for sure. Good use of the word garner there. That's our word of the day. Thanks, Swivel. Uh, Rooster Man's always written in. It's payback, Filpy. All good things come to roost. Uh, hashtag payback time. So, yeah, look, bring it. I, I'm happy. I'm, I reckon I'd be easy to prank. I, I don't Just because I do a lot of pranks, it doesn't mean that I'm – that I reckon I'd be any good at it either. <laughs> well, the Rooster Man has uh, has actually put a call out to the listeners too. Okay, listeners, let's plot to to get a payback on behalf of the missile. Rooster Man, <laughs> Rooster Man doesn't trust the missile <laughs> to uh, to get his own um, yeah. to get his own payback. Now, um, if you, if you missed it earlier in the show, it was very very good. Philby, do you want to outlay the situation? Let's play this uh, play this audio again. Yeah. So what 
what happened was um, we're in a little uh, WhatsApp group for a weekend show that we did last year here, and there's a bit of banner that goes back and forth, a little bit like um, Scott Morrison's group. And in, <laughs> in that group um, is is uh, the missile and also sock. And um, and this is all good and well. He just uh, missile wrote, "Hey sock, any chance we can get you for an interview this week?" They went back and forth about yeah, it because J- so James Magnuson's been doing uh, breakfast all week uh, with Michael Carianis. The hammer and the missile—they've been doing a cracking smashing job, smashing it quietly. Yeah, smashing so it they, up. they Stephen O'Keefe will be on the show tomorrow. He so they is. did actually line up the interview. But um, the way interviews are lined up generally with uh, professional athletes is you have to go through media managers. There's a, there's a process that you go through. Um, sometimes when you're in a WhatsApp group with a bloke who's a good bloke and it'll do you a favour, you can go outside of that. And that's exactly what the missile tried to do. But you're a stickler, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, like, I like being called Gary too. Uh, I like being Gary in all my pranks. So, yeah, I decided to pretend I was the media, but someone to do with the media manager's uh, department. Didn't really matter. Missile was on board from the get go, <laughs> and um, and then what I loved was when I uh, pretended I didn't know um, that who he was or if he was. Well, a here's how person. it went. <laughs> Let's have a listen. Hello. Hello, is that James? It is. G'day, mate. It's Gary Perkins here. I'm media executive for Cricket New South Wales. Um. We oversee uh, both the Sixers and the Thunders. Uh, how are you going today? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Um, we just got a little bit of an issue that uh, has been brought to my attention through um, one of our uh, players, Stephen O'Keefe. Um, yeah. Who I believe you work with at SEN, is that correct? Yeah. So I'm not sure if you know what happens when you do um, media, um, you're doing a bit of a request for an interview. And I actually got the, the wording in front of me here, so I can I can read it to you really quickly. It says, all players' uh, media requests must, this is in capitals and underline, go through the media managers. Um, it's been brought to our attention that you have sort of in a WhatsApp group have requested that uh, Stephen go on an interview and basically ignore all of our protocols. Um, is this correct? Well, uh, where are you going with this? I don't know where you're going with it. I'm just mates with Sock and said, hey, do you want to have a chat? Yeah, no, no, completely understand. Um, we, just that we have protocols in place. Um, and Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, not, I'm not a producer. I'm not in that game at all. I'm just like the, the host on the show and just said, hey, bro, you want to have a chat? That's okay. I actually had... I, I, don't I, have, I don't have anything in front of me talking about protocols or anything like that, so I'm not 100% sure where you're coming from. That's okay. I'd appreciate it if you could let me finish as well. Um, because you sort of just kept talking over the top of me. Um, we just take these things fairly seriously. And I'm just about to call Jeremy from SEN. And um, the thing is, SEN have had a couple of strikes on them already in terms of this sort of thing happening um, back and forth. And it's just proper protocol if we're contacted previously. And to be all honest, it's not me who's raised this issue. It's actually Stephen um, who felt a little bit uncomfortable by it. Um, so sweet. I'll just I'll just message him and say don't worry about it. Don't come on. Oh well, no, don't message him because that's where he went wrong in the first place. Um, and Jimmy Smith has done it as well. Um, what do you do? You want to say sorry? Excuse you. Did you not hear me correctly? Do I want to say sorry? Yeah, because I'm not sure if you understand how professional sport works. Um. James, but... Uh, you, you don't know if, if I know how professional sport works. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm not familiar with... Uh, did you ever do anything in the sporting... 
<laughs> All good, mate. Look, um, if if you want, you can you can Google it, but that's fine. Um, I, I, Google. I don't really... Sorry, what was your surname? Magnuson. How do I spell that? M A G N U S S E N. E. Sorry, just bring it up now. Oh, it says here you're on the Sunday Sunday crunch with Filthy and. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie, <laughs> you there, James? Missile? Yeah. It's Phil, <laughs> Philby and Barney. <laughs> you <bastard>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you got me a ripper, <laughs> mate! I just go- so pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I just googled you. You've done some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I was about to hang up on you. <laughs> <laughs> One of your best, Philpy. I've got to say, you did you did Google him too, but you had Google images up. And, oh, how good was that? <laughs> He's a big unit. I'm a bit scared next time I see him, like, <laughs> if I'm honest. Well, that's what the reptile says. Uh, G'day, Shag. Is Philpy one of your best, but hopes the missile, but hope the missile punches you in the head? Um, <laughs> the reptile. Uh, he's nicer than that, isn't he? The yeah, missile. He can great take a joke. Bloke, mate, and they are, him and uh, Carianis are doing a great job on breakfast, and uh, they definitely will be talking to Stephen O'Keefe tomorrow morning. So uh, tune in for that. <laughs> I can't wait for the right of reply. I would oh. just like to say a massive thanks because like, yeah. when these things happen, you always get, have to get permission as well. Yeah. Whether or not, and he, without any hesitation, was like, mate, play it. It's funny. Go for it. Whereas some people might be like, no, it makes me look like a bit of an A grade. But he was like, oh, he was on, he was on it. So, mate, big shout out to the missile. What a what a legend. And it's a big thing because usually he just slams blokes and puts them on his board of guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Takes a lot to get Philby on board. Um, I don't know what the odds of that were, but speaking of odds, Ooh. joining us now, uh, Sean Omerod from Sportsbet for a market update. Try Sportsbet's bet with mates. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. Uh, Shawnee, how are you, mate? Um, good boys. Even better after that. I tell you what, if there's one thing I do know, Miss Ollie is a much better bloke uh, than I am. Because when when it got to the point where where you said, "Do you want to say sorry?" I would have I would have told you I would have told you to go and take that phone and put it somewhere you don't want to put it. Oh really? <laughs> Let's be very clear. All right, well, oh, you're, you're a malicious. He, he? he handled it very well. He, he handled it very very well. Miss Ollie, much better bloke than I am, as I said. You might be getting a call in the next couple of days, Sean. Uh, so just <laughs> screen your well, calls for Gary. Well, no, mate. I, I, I'll tell you what, I've, I just texted the missile then. I said, you've got to start scheming now because payback is going to be a bitch, boys. And I don't think I don't think it's just you, Philby. There's a there's a few uh, blokes in the gun here, Barney, Brooksy, even I don't think even Gibbo's safe. So oh. just be careful when, when you're lurking when you're lurking in dark, you know, dark corners, just careful of those fleeting shadows because it could be the missile that's ready to go. Well, Sean, to be fair, and this and this is hundred percent the truth, this whole thing was Gibbo's idea. Like yeah. Gibbo. He was just, pulling yeah, the strings. Sounds very Gibbo. He was waiting at the lift yeah. for us when we were walked in he said listen let's get the missile on. <laughs> he scripts everything yeah, stinks, we say stinks of gibbo <laughs> yeah. Yeah, stinks of it. Oh, mate, we do need to get some markets now uh the big bash it's the Firefest heat versus scorches tonight this is the rematch uh but now we're playing on heat's home ground what are the odds for that mm. mate yes yeah, so we briefly touched on the prices last night but there's been a little bit of a push for the Perth site here, obviously playing in Brisbane. So big road trip. They were $1.66 yesterday, now $1.63. So a bit of money for them. Brisbane Heat drifted slightly $2.29. But if you go to the uh, 
the uh, top run scorer markets for each of these teams and the player of the match. There's a few big, big names that have come back from the test world. Um, I think we might have to wait and see if they're confirmed on the team sheet. But Marnus Labuschagne and Usman Kawaja, they're both uh, $9 equal favourites for player of the match. Cameron Bancroft, another big name. He's $10. Josh Brown, $11.50. But so big, big names starting to drip feed back into the, the big bash in between that uh, series when we fly off to India. Yeah, mate, that'll be uh, a, an interesting game tonight. Now, NBL. Uh, have yep. we got anything going in the markets for the NBL, mate? Yeah, just the one game tonight. We had two yesterday and the two uh, really close games. The, uh, I believe Perth got up as outsiders against the Breakers last night. We uh, spoke briefly about the big road trip for the Breakers. So I think that just got in the way for them. And uh, the Illawarra, well, their season just goes from bad to worse. They got done. Although it was a close one. They did get close. Uh, it's a three-point ball game, that. So they're still in the two wins for the season. But tonight, we've got the Brisbane Bullets taking on the hometown heroes for us, Sydney Kings, who are on top of the ladder. They are flying 15-5 and five they are this year, the Kings. So expecting them to go all the way. No shocks when you look at the ladder, what the betting is doing here. So it's top against the uh, second bottom place, Brisbane side, who are the home side, but big outsiders, $4.70. Sydney Kings, $1.18, line minus nine and a half. And the Kings are going to get that one done pretty easily tonight, boys. Yeah, they're looking good to go back-to-back, the Kings. I, I like the look of them. Uh, now, mate, uh, something a bit different. Gab's beer, hottest 100. <laughs> this is Now, Philpy's got a real interest in this one because yeah. he's, he's lined himself up with a beer company. So <laughs> Curly Lewis Brewery. Yeah, Curly Lewis in Bondi, are they in the market at all? Oh, Curly Lewis! I don't think I've only got down to I've only got to, down to about the fifty to one shots, and I haven't seen them yet. So no, they're, oh. they are the biggest no, siders, mate. We haven't ended yet. So, so um, what, what, next year, next year. What, what should we be drinking in the uh, hottest one hundred, mate? Well, first, the real shock is that Philby does have an interest in beer. I wouldn't have picked that oh, uh, if he gave me a thousand guesses, wow. but. Uh, but there, but there you go. Now you've probably heard of better beer lager, and this is the uh, this is probably the beer that Brooksy might drink. Mentioned that he does doesn't mind going to the gym and looking after himself. This is the I think it's the low cal or low carb beer, dollar ninety one. So pretty short to take out the uh, Gab's hottest one hundred this year. But it's of course run by the uh, uh, inspired unemployed boys. So they've got a big following on social media. Uh, and it is voted by the public. So I think the uh, social media boys might be uh, having something in play there. The second favourite, $2.25. Bit of a mouthful here. The Mountain Culture Status Quo Pale Ale. Yeah, it wins. Uh, is the second pick. Yeah, it Does wins. It? Yeah, it okay. wins. Get on now. There wins. Easy. Yeah, yeah. It's that's actually going a, that's a good drop. Slip now, $2.25. Yeah. Mm. It wins. If you can get one, one for $2.25, a... I'd be happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I can't imagine. With a name like that, Status Quo Pale Ale, what do they retail for? Is, is it double figures or, or thereabouts? Uh, that's not too bad. You get a four-pack of Status Quo Mountain Culture for about 24 bucks. Okay. It's a five, that's about the going rate. It's a 5.2% yeah. as well. So you're traveling all right. It's not a long Ooh. session beer. Mm. Well, what about this for a long session beer? Now, my old man, he'd be shaking his head at this one. The Revel Strawberries and Cream Sour Ale. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if you can really call that a beer, but no. it's right in the market. Five bucks. What? Uh, it's on the uh, equal equal third favourite. So there must be a lot of uh, strawberries and cream sour ale lovers out there. But uh, that where my money wants to go is on uh, my my hometown heroes, the, uh, the Young Henry's Newtowner. Great drop. That's $19 again. They've got a big following on social media, so I think they could uh, poll very, very strongly. And I might just treat myself to one of those potentially tonight. Being hump day and all, yeah. uh, you need something just to get through the week. Absolutely.
That's it, mate. Mate, I, I've got a um, a multi for you, Shawnee, if you're ready. Because there's, you know, it's racing. Mate, it's I've, good, yeah. I've never been more ready. What okay. do you got for me? Well, you know what? To be fair, it's not specifically for you. It's actually for all the Queensland listeners. So <laughs> if you're in Queensland okay. right now, because, of course, they're running it. This is another one of his pranks. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> this is Man, this is no prank. Let's get on here. So we've only got two races left in Doombin, right? Um, next race in Doombin, race eight, number one, Queenslander, right? So we're going straight. Oh. If any Queenslanders are listening, yes. they are they are mortgage refinancing the house as we speak, and they are unloading. That just so, backs itself. That thing doesn't it? If you're a Queenslander, that just finds its way into the bed slip automatically. They don't have to press any buttons. No, it's the market mover. It's also the favourite. It's three dollars forty around that market. It's, it's number one in the race. So multi that into the next race at Doombin, mm-hmm. and it's Bundy and Coke number five. Oh, right. so. I just- yeah. I've just seen that. I've just got the market up here and I knew you were going straight for that. So we got $3.50 and $4 and four dollars eighty. That little multi boy yeah. is gonna net you sixteen dollars eighty. Oh, nice little two legger to finish off your Wednesday afternoon, if you do not mind. Happy days. Imagine all the Queenslanders down at the uh, local bottle shop, the Savo. Queenslander <laughs> wins Bundy and Coke, and then they're just smashing home some Bundy and Cokes. They, yeah, they got thought, some Bundy and Coke. Prayers. Yeah, thoughts and prayers. That's thoughts right. and prayers for the uh, for the security staff and police up there in Queensland. If these two win tonight, it could be anything. So let me just repeat that: Doombin race eight, number one; race nine, number five. I'll team up. Yeah, but gamble That's responsibly, right. Queensland. Yes. Gamble responsibly. Always. <laughs> Sean, thanks very much, mate. You go enjoy yourself a new towner, and uh, we will chat to you again tomorrow. Uh, Sean Omerod from Sportsbet there. Try Sportsbets. Bet with mates. Start a group and build a multi together. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. Boys, we are, we're, we're getting at the uh, the the. Almost time for your uh, your topic shout out. The five fifty. <laughs> Very close for me to call, uh, initiate some calls. Don't don't text or don't call at the moment though. Um, we want to uh, just very close to the show. But mate, thanks again. It's been a lovely show. What do we What do you got coming up? Anything? Uh, we do have something coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Sports day. Yeah. Sports day with Badge and Woogie, and then we've got the big uh, the fire festival. Yes. Oh, I love this, Brooksy. Yeah, you've dubbed uh, tonight's match uh, in the BBL the fire festival. Why is that? The heat and the scorches. Oh, yeah. no. It was off the back of you gonna, and, and the no, professor giving all um, the A-League games, um, little derby names. Oh, we that, didn't give – they're just their names. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't realise that until yeah, I looked yeah. them up. Uh, but, yeah. It was a shame the lame way challenge turned bad the other, <laughs> <laughs> the other <laughs> night. That's going to have a new name by the time they play next. points involved in that one. Yes. Wow. Uh, yeah, we've got, we got plenty coming up on SEN. So Sports Day kick around. And, of course, yes, like we said, do you reckon the Scorchers are going to just roll over the heat again or do you reckon the heat can do it at home this time? Oh, it depends who, if uh, Uzi is in the side. I think it could be a nice injection into the side. They're struggling. You don't think Labashane? You don't think Labashane makes a difference? I no no no. I I'm, I'm hearing Kawaja's in. Yeah, Labashane not. You do, but could, I, I I don't know. It could be interesting to see if um, Uzi's wearing a you know because obviously be wearing the Brisbane Heat outfit, but he might mm. have a sh- his own photo on the front of his. So if you saw at the premiere of the t- of the test, then the new series, yeah. he wore a, j- a lovely jacket, um, mm. but his own like him batting. A photo of him on his own shirt to the premiere. <laughs> That's outstanding. I yeah. like that. Yeah. So I'd, I'd love to see you rock in here with a, in a T-shirt with a picture of you with headphones and sitting behind a microphone. Well, you're wearing a Barney and the Professor hat as we speak. Um, yeah. Right now, and socks and shoes. Uh, <laughs> I paid for them. Uh, they're not selling, so. It looks like our man Sam Hain from yesterday yeah. still going through the sports bet top run scorer for the Brisbane Heat. He, yeah, he's still nowhere to be seen. So that's, um, 
I mean, if he does end up getting up, that's that's a big bit of cheddar. Well, is there like Ooh. a thing that says <laughs> no. players? It's the not... cheddar report. <laughs> well, yeah. Is, is well, it players not listed or something? Well, or? so he must he mustn't be. He mustn't be listed yet. But if he does, I reckon he's a good chance. The way he was speaking yesterday, you know, that English accent, I think he's due for a big game. And if not this game, the next game. To be fair, the way he was speaking, it was like he'd never met any of his teammates. Now he's not in the yeah. list of players. Yeah. Brooksy, was it just a mate of yours who bunged on an accent? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> that we happened? did uh, lose a guest. <laughs> and I was just like, mate, you've got an accent that goes in and out. Yeah, he, he actually, you on. he's not so much his mate as he's uh, he's an unpaid intern up at SENQ. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pop yeah. on down to heat training, mate, and uh, <laughs> see if you can take a phone call for us. What's on the menu at the Barney household? You you had burgers last night, Barney. Do you know? Uh, no, I'm I'm actually not home for dinner tonight. I've got to go over to the the old manly boat shed and. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. wow! This oh, is yes. good. Yeah, this oh, is good. Chat. I should have shouldn't have driven. You shouldn't have driven. Oh, I would have got a lift. We could have chatted. Oh. You go straight to the boat shed from here. No, no, I'll probably oh. kill some time uh, between oh. here and there. Oh, do you want to come over and show me how to cook the pork? Oh, no. Fresh water oh, is a five-minute drive. This. So I was showing this guy about some pork before. Yeah, I was like, oh, well. Mate, I don't, tr- I don't trust you to give me the right pork belly, to be honest. Oh. You, oh, I'll give you the right pork, all right? Don't worry hey. about that. Yeah. But, I mean, look, if you want to kill some time, I live... Five minute drive from Manly Boat Shed. You want some beers? I can get you some beers. Wow. No, I do have to belly. drive home and yeah. I do have to oh, Only one. You're a little. Oh, yeah, that's fine. You're, you're, can... you're slightly too keen here. Okay, like sorry. You, yeah. Yeah. Like, if you, I don't turn up to work tomorrow, uh, Gibbo <laughs> has probably got me tied up in his basement. Well, <laughs> no. We'll know if there's only two of us. <laughs> and don't <laughs> borrow any of his shorts, all right? <laughs> I'll be down oh. there with you. So hey, be short right. report. Short report. Short yeah. report. Any, no progress. Neil by short. He wasn't listening either. Short story. Short Bunny, if you want, though, I've got two housemates who love comedy too. Like Danny Boy is one of our favourite comedians. If you could do maybe do some material, do some like Scottish that. Gig. you could um you could try out your material. He's got a cover band. Yeah. <laughs> you can't go down to the front and go, oh, do some Jim Owen. No, well, okay. If you want to know like what a, a manly audience would be like, like we could oh, you know, have I've, a few beers. I've performed at Manly Boat Shed before. I'm well oh, aware of what manly audience okay. are like. Well, but so you're suggesting instead of you guys who live five minutes away from the gig just coming down. Yeah, you, I go to your place before the gig <laughs> and do my stand-up for you in a private show. Well, you first, and then said, and then help you cook dinner. Well, no, this yes. is an offer that's getting very hard <laughs> to resist. Well, you said kill time. No, if you cook, you don't have to do the dishes. So yeah. but if, if you said you wanted to kill some time, I know the perfect way to kill time, and that's you know. Doing some stand-up comedy in our lounge room. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I think about yeah, when, I, yeah. when I've got fifteen minutes spare at the end of the day. I think I might just Jeez, wander wish... up the street and just start <laughs> yeah, doing some yeah. random stand-up. Jeez, I wish I was. Uh, I wish I was near Gibbo's place. I got some time to kill. I'd love to do, <laughs> just roll out some new gear. It's like one of these new um, reality TV shows. Like who's coming to dinner? Oh, it's like yeah. yes, stand up in the living room. Surprise stand-up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, box yeah, style. Just get on a bus and just get up and go. Hey, anyone heard the one about the? Hey, what's the deal with buses? <laughs> Oh, surprise stand-up. Is there anything worse? Oh, well, I've, I've done a gig on a bus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, officially? You've got, mate, 100%. I've done, yeah, I've done a gig in there. You name it, I've done a gig uh, there. Yeah, the Sydney Comedy Festival years ago, like, oh, here's what we're going to do. We're, we're just going to 
put 20 comedians on a bus. You're just going to drive around. You're all going to do five minutes with no microphones. So thanks. That's unreal. Yeah. That'll go well. Um, well it's like, like a Bucks party. <laughs> yeah, there was yeah. a stripper pole, yeah. you know. <laughs> Were you on that as well or just? Yeah, only. Like exclusively. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've done, I've done gigs where they, the audience don't know you're going to be like a birthday party or whatever. You're the surprise. Oh, like, oh yeah. Everyone's been on the cans for seven hours. They're going to. I just hey, 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 shut up and listen to this one bloke. That's yeah. going to go real well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they'll just they'll introduce you not as a, they've got this wacky idea that yeah, it's yeah. funny for them if they introduce you not as a comedian. Like they'll go, <laughs> I did a gig at the Manly, um, not the Bowshed, but it was at the Surf Club in the middle of the day, and there was about two hundred people. And this bloke gets up and goes, "All right, our next act, he's here to talk about Manly, and it surrounds right." And they just and I walk and I'm like. What is that? <laughs> and what? it surrounds. I'm not here to talk about surrounds. that. I said, oh, I'm not from Manly. I'm, t- I'm here to do jokes. People are like, what's going on? It's weird. But people do that. They they think it's funny that it's a surprise. We're not strippers. No. No. Like, no, you can't You can't just officially. work anywhere. No. No. Yeah. Well, not not on those days we're doing stand-up. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it, it's, I've, I've had a, people people introduce me at, like, you know, corporate things where they're not expecting a comedian. And uh, now here's Andrew. He's going to speak for a bit. Oh, it's like, yeah. speak for oh. a bit. There's no, you need context. At least tell them it's all right to laugh. <laughs> At certain point, you're just interrupting someone's work Christmas party. Well, you throw it around the other way and you mm. say, oh, he's a real funny bro- bloke and he brings out the spreadsheets and the PowerPoint presentation. It's a bad intro. Oh. You need to be introed <laughs> properly, right? No, and more than often you, you come on after, like you do a fundraiser, someone who's quite sick, and you can see the MC looking at the program and they're going, oh, you know what? There's a woman on stage who's, you know, really sad. She's got, she's you know, got some kind of condition where she's may not live. And you look at the MC and he's looking for you going, Oh, hang on. You know, what's really good after a lady crying. Yeah. Some comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know what you need to do right now is give us a call. Oh, four, five, seven, seven, three, six, seven, three, six. Cause we've only got, um, very little time left and yeah. I'd like to hear from you about anything really. Yeah. Well, text matter. in cause, uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's still t- plenty to come on SEN. Uh, Sports Day with Gary Belcher and Jason Matthews. They'll love your texts. Uh, later, the Brisbane Heat versus the Perch, uh, Perth Scorchers. It's a must-win match for the Heat. Tomorrow on SEN, Stephen O'Keefe will be on breakfast with Hammer and the Missile. Tune in to hear how that goes. Odds on Stephen O'Keefe hasn't realised the whole prank's happened. Uh, tomorrow's <laughs> run home. We've got Gorinda Sandu and boxing expert Matt uh, Ben Damon. Oh, not Matt, Matt Damon. Matt Damon's oh, on the show. Almost. Oh, <laughs> Don't put Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this has been the run home for your Wednesday. I'm Barney. That's Phil. <laughs> Philpy. We're back tomorrow. <laughs>